You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dang it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Hold on. Let's try that again. <laughs> to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. I'm your host, Asa Smith, as always, here with my good friend and longtime co-host. The Stump. I'm Greg. Hey, Greg. How you doing? How's it going? I um, you know. So we're here to talk to you about football, f- soccer. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened um, over the weekend and today between the round ball and the pointy ball. And some of it was good and some of it was wildly frustrating. Well, um, I just want to point out, I noticed this during the conversation, that we were so frustrated with that uh, USMNT match that we didn't even mention the fact that Brazil tried to deport Argentina's national team at halftime in order to win their match. Uh, at the six-minute mark. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Why didn't we try that against the Canadians? Come on. We really should have. Anyways, uh, we're here to talk about football, soccer, uh, etc. Um, we have guests, Angus, as well as um, Ben and Kevin. Uh, we are sponsored. Who are we sponsored by, Stumpy? We are sponsored by all, as always, by the Anchor app, which is the best free way to make a podcast with your friends. We're also sponsored by the Smith Workforce Management Group for all your labor and employment law needs. And uh, as of July 1st, all of your name, images, and likeness needs for college athletes. Do you and think you can that, find- yep. yep. Do you think you do you think you have the uh, the website right this time? No, I don't. It's the smithworkforce.com. Got it. In one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get right to it with the, uh, with the soccer folks. How's it going, coach? Boo. Earns. I, right. You were saying boo earns. Yes, obviously. Uh, yeah, that sucked, dude. That was uh, really disappointing, especially with a 75-25 split in possession in half. 
yeah, I mean, it's, that's, you know, that's a fireable, it's where we're, where it's where we're going, you know, like we, we've been pretty rational about this whole thing, but, um, you know, like this is, this is the type of shit. Yeah. The trend line isn't exactly pointing in the right direction right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, at least I, you know, throughout throughout the last game i you know i was saying okay well you know road games concacaf it happens blah 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 but uh you can't do this at home no you can't you cannot do it and um you know uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into the game in a second we we expect ben and kevin to join us um shortly but but i i think like on a on a high level because that's what we're talking about right now uh it's unacceptable you know um, for that type of for that type of performance, like I, I don't really know what else there is to say about it. Yeah, I, I the problem the problem is it's not even really that easy to pinpoint what what the problem was. I mean, I I think like the that's that's sort of the point is that if, if you if you try to say okay what what do we need to fix? There's not that's not like oh well finishing. Because that's not it. It's like it's 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 a, a a sense of something. I I don't know. I I am disappointed. I will say that we're 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 now joined by our by our co our coaching staff, uh, Ben <laughs> and Kevin. Um, I mean, I I guess like I, the the strictures of of these things say like uh, I need to ask. So what's what's everyone drinking? Bitterness. <sighs> I had flash bourbon. <laughs> I had two strong pours of bourbon and um, unrelated to tonight's events. Um, I'm trying to be a better version of myself. So I've actually been drinking uh, athletic brewing co non-alcoholic beers. They're like 0.5%. And if someone handed you one of their IPAs at a party and said, try this IPA, you would never know the difference. And I figured that tomorrow's Kevin would thank today's Kevin for switching to something that wasn't as heavy. Yeah. Wait. Probably. So you're drinking non-alcoholic IPAs? That's correct. That that okay. is that is so, where I've landed so, tonight. To, I have a lot <laughs> to say tonight, and this is where I'm at. Wait. So to be healthier, you're gonna drink the same amount of calories. Oh no no no! The uh, fun part. No no no! Sixty calories, homeboy. This ain't oh, too okay. hard. All right all right all right all right all right. Never mind. Too hard. It's hit different. This is <laughs> this is nice and easy. <laughs> I'm not Googling two hearted calories. 212 calories in a two hearted. That makes sense. That tracks. Yep. yep. Uh, what about you, Greg? I, I didn't ask you what you were drinking. Uh, four roses. That's a good awesome. bourbon. Is yes. it bourbon? I, I assume it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You know, not that anybody anybody asks me these things, but uh, I'm drinking Murad Winery, uh, passion fruit wine. Uh, Can I have your man card real quick? <laughs> It's it's delicious. I don't even care. <laughs> um, you know, there there has to be something sweet about this evening. All right, let's. Uh, let's yeah, uh, I don't no. care. Whatever. Um, nothing matters. Nothing. Can we matters. just talk about alcohol for like thirty minutes and call it good? I mean, like probably. Uh, so so I mean, here's here's sort of the 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 high level summary here. We're we're in game two of a of a three game window. Normally, you know, in non COVID years, these are these are two game windows. So we would be looking at a normal window of two points in a home game and an away game. And that's fireable. 
Um, like I, I try not to be reactionary about these things. Um, I try to be level-headed, but this was, this was a, a, this is the type of thing that you need to nip in the bud because we, we already, we just did this, right? Like, we, do you know we just, why, do you know why Greg Berhalter got fired from Hammerby? Tell me. Cause his team couldn't score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it looks mm. like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a coach who can't score goals. And probably puddles. Yeah, and I'm probably not in a fit state to talk about this team right now. So this could go this could go horribly wrong. This is going to be our best episode ever. <laughs> Basically, going to be me egging all of you guys on. <laughs> I mean, let let let's sort of like let's let's go through this pretty you know quickly before we before we get get to the to the meat of it. Um, you know, this podcast and the and the and the people on it. Have, have been pretty level-headed. You know, there's been a lot of people who've been saying, oh, Burhalter, Burhalter needs to be out. He's a bad coach, blah, blah, blah. And we have always been pretty level-headed. Like, you know what? The teams, they're, 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 they're good. They're fine. You know, XG looks good, blah, blah, blah. But at what point is this, is this just like who he is as a coach and who this team is? You know, culture is fine, but culture erodes pretty quickly if you can't score goals. Well, and if you win one nothing doesn't really matter like because you know they won what six straight one nothing games at the gold cup or whatever but when you give up a goal you got to score more than one <laughs> right and so you know if you don't and 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 i th- I, I i tweeted it or i didn't tweet it. i texted it to our group chat immediately after the kyle laren goal i said i don't know that we have another goal in us yeah. and we didn't, and- I, I so i was wrong i strangely felt comfortable that we would find a second and i mean shame on me I mean, for thinking the, that, <laughs> yeah, like, so. like the thing is, is that, is that if you look at this team, um, you know, when, when, the, when the, the goal scoring options are uh, just waiting for the other team to screw up wildly uh, or set pieces, like that's not an offensive plan, really. <laughs> you know, right, they created one chance that Pulisic, Pulisic shot off the post in the first half. Like, yeah, everything else was. And it wasn't even like, like a, a count, like a, a turnover. Yeah, sorry, it, it wasn't even a clear no, cut ahead. chance. Like the ball was behind Polisic. Like he did spectacular work to get his foot around it and he hit the post. Well, but it wasn't meant for him, right? It was meant for P. Paul. I don't care who it was meant for, man. Like it's a, it's a, it's a ball <laughs> under the box. Like well, and well, that's yeah, how to put it in P-Fall. a position that someone can hit it. I don't know. And that's another thing. The cross <laughs> was to two guys in the same freaking spot. Like why well, are they bigger issue? Yes, right. Like when two receivers are in the same spot for a football team, it's like, well, coach screwed that one up, or they ran the wrong route. We do that constantly. I, I felt like tonight we had much better spacing, even all the way through the game. I, like we pretty soundly beat the hell out of Canada, except for the fact that we just don't know how to score goals. Like it, we are Darlington Nagby. <laughs> we are Darlington Nagby Heat Bat. I, I'm not like we are. We are borderline world class. Until you get to the 18 and then there's just nothing. There, there's no ideas. It, it falls apart. And then once in a while, like lightning strikes, you get lucky. I mean, all right, to be fair, Nagby has some of the most ridiculous like goals like that I've ever seen in MLS, but we are Darlington Nagby and I love him as a player. And I wish he was actually part of the team still, but like we hammer teams. We had like 72% possession and connected like 800 passes. I'm exaggerating some ridiculous amount against Canada tonight. And like, we had nothing to show for it. 
And I think, I think that that's sort of the point, right? Like we can, we can say all of these things like, Oh, we had 72% possession. We looked like we were competent, but the fact of the matter is, is that if, if I, I think Ben, you've, you've written about this. And if, if not, I'm going to give you credit for it, but okay. like soccer being a weak link game, right? All right. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like if you have one spot in your team, that's incompetent, it, it makes the entire team incompetent and we have a problem in this team and i you know look like i i will i will admit that i don't know what that problem is precisely is it is it that we don't have a, a nine who can score goals it's that we don't have a coach who can get a run of play plan going i i i certainly don't know but there's something in this team that's not working and part of that and part of part of the 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 idea here is that it's super cool to be Wisconsin basketball when you are keeping teams in the forties, but if they get out and they play with you, you there's no second plan. And this, it, it feels like there's no second plan. We saw it with that, with the, with the substitutes, right? There, there was no plan B here. It was win this game one, nothing. To be fair, not having <laughs> Raina, Weah and McKenney that I didn't want to sub anybody. Colleen was like, why haven't made any subs? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to bring anybody on. What, what am I supposed to say to that? Truthfully, like that, that sucked from a sub standpoint. I agree hundred percent with you though, on what is the plan? And I think my El Salvador prediction, AC said was one, one in yep. my heart. I felt zero, zero, but I felt ridiculous saying that. Cause I think the first two predictions were like USA winning like three, one or two, nothing, something like that. This team just does not score goals from the open run of play. And I, I think that it's it's increasingly I think that it's it's uh it's a feature, not a bug. You know, I think that there is there's an unwillingness in this team to to overextend yourself. Um and you see it a little bit with the fact that every time Serginho Dest gets forward, there's there there's not I don't want to say courage, you know, because because courage feels like the wrong word in a in a game. But it's courage, it's bravery, it's we are going to leave two back and one of those people is slow. Well, you know and what, what, what is our attacking? Like, can you identify an attacking pattern? The only one I can think of under Burhalter was back when we had like a deep lying six that somebody would make like, like Ariel or somebody would make a run into a half space. And then Bradley or trap or whoever would play like kind of a lofted diagonal. And then that guy would head it back across. And then there'd be somebody at the far post to score. But there is, I can't identify an attacking pattern from the last, six ten games we've played like what is what is a pattern what is an attack that we consistently run i think i mean, i think i think i think in 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 this game it was uh work the ball around nothing up the right work it back to john brooks let john brooks survey the field and then have him try to diagonal it to the right wing or the right back who's advanced and then when that doesn't work um get back on defense like that was the only consistent thing that i saw no, Des has to try some shit of the 18 first. Oh, gosh. You're right. Uh, you know what? The, the, the second half was so emotional for me. I forgot that he – how good he looked in the first half and how sad it is that he had to leave the game. So that was – really for me, if you think about the Switzerland game, the Honduras game, and the Mexico game, it has been a, a – and then the El Salvador game. It's been tough for Dest. He looked great in the first well, half. He almost like had that huge screw up to let Alfonso Davies scored, yeah, score, and I feel like that woke him up, and he was like, "All right, I, I gotta get, I gotta get going." And then he looked great after that. Yeah, I'm, I'm at this point, I don't even care about defensive screw ups. Like it sounds ridiculous to say. Like to be fair, we've conceded like a goal 
in however many freaking games now whatever gold cup was b team yada 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 but but still we have not been conceding a ton of goals i'm willing to be like whatever something weird happens at the back like if you can get forward and make something happen like spectacular like i i I just don't care at this point like that's not why we're losing games you should be able to give up one goal to canada and still win yes there's no reason there's no reason for this team to have to have not scored more than one um the only so, teams okay. we score multiple goals on are teams that suck. Like we put Martinique. six past Martinique. Great. And we put we put three three past Mexico, who also suck. Two two <laughs> two corners. No, okay, and a yes. Penalty Thank kick. You. Thank you, Ben. Yes. Correct. Thank you, Ben. For Mester McKenney, I mean, who was not available for this game. Well so so okay. So let's 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 talk about sort of the you know, right now we're we're in we're in pure feelings ball mode. So let's get to actual things so the the headlines before the game were that Gio Reyna is done for the window um hamstring strain nothing more um he'll probably be fine long term but in the short term he's he's done uh Weston McKinney was suspended for this game it wasn't a COVID protocol it was a suspension um I have no idea what it was he apologized he said it had something to do with um with with covid but it's unclear because if it was a covid protocol it wouldn't be a suspension no he wouldn't he didn't have his mask on it was just him doing something dumb essentially he was cool. out partying or he was doing whatever cool yep. he got um, caught without a mask when he was supposed to have one on cool uh and then beyond that um so 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 those are the the two headlines zach Steffen's done for for this because he tested positive for covid despite being vaccinated which we wish him the best we hope he's healthy yeah. soon and and congratulations to him he just signed a big new contract with man city ah, great woo. job woo okay nice. uh so the the starting lineup was about as strong as you could have given given those those factors um you had you had aronson uh and pulisic on the wings you had pfuck at the center forward legit acosta and adams as a I don't. I, I uh, in the second half, Acosta and Adams looked like they were playing in a four-two-three-one, but at the beginning, it was the the normal four-three-three. Um, and in the back, you had Dest, Robinson, Brooks, and uh, Jedi. So I think where, I think that that this verifies that that Robinson is our is 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 a, a starter, right? Miles, right? He was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, where He's where so all fast. this really hurt was in the second half. When you look down and you'd like to make a sub at center mid, but you don't have any, you'd like to make a sub at wing. And are you going to take, you have Conrad. So are you going to put in Conrad for Pulisic? No. You're going to put in Conrad for Aronson? I guess they did, but Aronson was our best attacker. And then you have either Sargent or Pepe for PFO, PFOC, whatever the heck it is. Like those are not like, that's not going to help that much. Yep. <laughs> no. Agreed. And, and- that, that was my exact point during the game. Uh, Stu Holden kept going on about, oh, they haven't made any subs yet. I'm like, we'll do it. I love Christian. What do you want to do? <laughs> I, I have expressed love for him on this podcast before, and I think that he is a a, a great uh, like multi tool for a team, and he's an, a, a great locker room guy. But like that, he's not who I wanted to sub on. We needed to chase right. the game. If you're up two zero and you want to eat thirty minutes, hell yes, great. he is gritty as hell. He wins <laughs> balls like he no he is he is like he is hard. He is like old school. U.S. men's national team, and I like love to see it. But yes, when you're when when a team is going to park the bus against you, like no, that's not who I wanted to bring on. And I mean, you, you need more than an innings eater, you know? Yes. Like mm-hmm. like when you're at, at three a... nothing, we, like we should have been. 
like we should have been resting. This shouldn't be this issue. Also, Tyler Adams has played what 180 minutes now, right? Two games. This yeah. like none of this well, should he got have been a... happening. Reina's hamstring should never should have happened. We should have been up three nothing on El Salvador, and he should have been on the bench at halftime. That's true. And I mean, and and so so looking at this team, looking at at what we saw in the first half, and 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 what we were were really watching. Um, you know, in, in the first half, it was, it was sort of, you know, feeling each other out body blows. Alfonso Davies had a, a clear, clear chance uh, based on a Serginio desk screw up, but whatever, nothing came of it. Um, you know, offensively, there were, there were a couple of half chances. There was the, the Christian Pulisic off the post. There was a, I thought a nice, a nice shot by, by Jedi from outside the box. Yep. Um, he was good thought, tonight. Yeah. I, th- I thought the yeah. Jedi played really well. Um, the Robinson brothers both played pretty well. Yep. Um, That's our best I, back four. Yeah. Uh, although yeah, oh, I, you know, I, I got to say John Brooks gave up on the goal and I know that I was trying to be like, I was trying to be, I was trying to be like, go through this systematically, but I, I feel the need to point that out. Um, look, Yedlin, Yedlin was, was heads up against Davies and did the best he could. Um, Robinson and Brooks were, were ball watching there. And if, look, it's, it's I difficult. Thought- I but, bet if our starting center backs this game were Robinson at left center back and Zimmerman at right center back, we don't give up that goal. I agree. I agree. Against look, against a team though that's going to park, which is I think right, other than Mexico, those, but yeah, that, that is kind of the conundrum. I think other than Mexico, Mexico is going to come out and play against us for sure, and they clearly you know can do so. But against buses, I mean, it is nice to have Brooks mm. on there. And I prefer his defending to Sands. Yeah, yeah. We all... I'm, I'm trying to be rational right now, but it's not going to go great. Like, <laughs> no, like you know, that's the thing is that I, is I that w- w- I'm we not can the most. Go... Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, I'm not the most competitive guy in the world, but you know when you're losing and you just have that like sense of like bile and anger like rising in your stomach, like up into your throat before you finally like do something really dumb. Like punch Tyler. a hole in your wall or something. Yes, Tyler. Oh like <laughs> I, it's starting to recede, but like that—that that just like feeling of like, duh, is is still there. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is that it's like at a at a certain point in your life, and as a fan, and that's what we all are here. Like you, you do take a step back, and you're like, okay, like you know, like I can look at my my own situation, be happy, whatever. But like, it's it's hard to be invested <laughs> in this shit. You know, and then like and 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 see this because it's not like we're getting out talented, right? Like if you right. get, if the other team is better than you and and you do underdog tactics and you lose, fine, it happens. Whatever, it's annoying, it happens. Fine, that's not what's happening right now. We're dropping points not because we're the worst team. We're dropping points because we're playing like in in incoherently, um, and and I like I I really don't know mm-hmm. what what the the fix is i mean there's no you know like clint dempsey isn't walking through that door to score some goals like there there is no guy in the pool who who, who's scoring goals because that was supposed to be jordan pifog and he you know like it's supposed to be christian pulisic they they also that they ran he was not good tonight not good on the on the air that he had like what was it like 13 goals and assists like split you know combined goals and assists through 13 games or whatever the hell it was in qualifying last go around or 16 and 9 Okay, it was ridiculous. He was a he was a force of nature, and I and I remember. Okay, a lot of those came against. It was like a Honduras and like a Panama game where we won like four nothing both games or something like that. But 
Where, when does when does he get the ball with a chance to do anything? And that's Every time the thing. he gets the ball, he's facing six guys. And that was the whole thing, right? Like for, for so long, it was, it was with this team. It was like, okay, Christian can't do everything. And you remember those games, you know, some of the earlier games where he was playing against Mexico. I, re- I remember the 2019 Gold Cup. Every time he looked up, there was three on him. And, and he, couldn't, he couldn't work. He couldn't move. And we all thought like, okay, well, now we've, now we've got the horses. Now we've got the guys. We can, we, can, we can hang. We can do this. You cannot focus this hard on Christian. But you can. You can. So, so what, what are we, you know, like, what, what is the plan going forward here? And so, I, you know, you know, when, um, I can't think of a good example right now, but you know, when there's an NFL coach that like is, has a defensive background and he's like, the team always has a good defense. And he, if I, he like kind of hires the offensive coordinator and just says, you do it. Cause I can't like, I'll, you know, I got like, I feel like Burhalter, I mean, he's never going to do it, but he needs like an offensive coordinator. Somebody to come in and be like, help me with the offense. So it's Nick Saban. You just have to hire whatever disgraced college soccer coach. Lane, <laughs> Lane, Lane, Lane does does love him some Tennessee. He also has some free time right now. <laughs> yeah, he 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 tested positive for COVID um, despite a vaccine, allegedly again. Um, but yeah, I I think that you look up, up and down hell. this team. Yeah, <laughs> you look up and down this team, um, and and and. I didn't think, and again, like, it's like, it's, it's, it's hard to be upset at any individual player because like, you, you know, who, who in this game, you know, lacked effort, you know, who in this game looked, looked like they weren't ready for the moment. Nobody, you know, there, there was no, there was no, uh, there's no excuse here is, well, is really and, what it comes down to. And now you can't rotate for Honduras cause you got to try to win that game. Yeah. So now you just got to like blow out you know, blow out whatever you've got left because we've got no wingers. Leipzig is going to be livid. They're going to get... Oh, my gosh. Tyler Justin Adams. Martin. Tyler can't play. He can't play. Like, yeah, you He's can't. suspended. No, he's not. Yeah, he, he, got a, he got a yellow card this game. He got a yellow card last game. He didn't get a yellow card last game. Are you sure? I thought he did. I don't think he did. Because somebody said it and then somebody fact-checked Like, he, f- given his history of, of injury issues, like, I'd, I'd rather not blow this kid out because we can't figure out how to score goals against El Salvador and Canada. Like he deserves better than that. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones. Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast. Most items can ship overnight. Plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I, I, I mean, I think that, that ultimately what this comes down to, and ultimately what we're talking about here is, is the need. You're right. He did not get a yellow card. My okay, I was trying to fact check it, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that we are now in a situation in which we need to play Tyler Adams... 270 minutes in this window because we couldn't handle it. Every window. Every window. He, right. he is that good, and he is that good at putting out fires. Like, you see it. Like, oh, he shut down Alfonso Davies. He is the only tonight. guy in the field who can run with him. It's incredible. Miles Robinson would like a word. Yeah, Miles yeah, Robinson yeah, was tracking he did, pretty he well. He did do nice, but I understand why you have to play Tyler Adams – 90 and I love Acosta and I think that he I think that he's he's better almost in like a complimentary like 
you know, quasi defensive midfielder role where he has a little bit of extra bite. But like, man, Tyler Adams knows what he's doing out there. Yeah, uh-huh. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler was was the best was the best player on the field for us tonight. I think uh, again, maybe Miles. But do you know what the problem of all this is? While we're talking about midfielders, um, is and it's not him as a person. It's it's kind of like what he represents, and I'll expand on that. So Sebastian Legette, who I think is a very fine cog in a lot of machines and is a, a good professional and seemingly a really good like practice and like locker room guy. Um, but he plays a lot of negative passes and he's very, very good at recycling possession. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is on the field and he's part of this team seemingly because like he is like a burr halter guy, which is fine. Um, but that kind of tells you a lot about like the system. And I feel like why you're not seeing these like clear, decisive balls into attacking areas is because so much of it is recycling the ball. And yeah, like whatever we had 72% possession, it was great, but it's recycling, it's negative passes and it's letting teams set up blocks in front of us that we are not equipped to play through. Um, and I, that's becoming increasingly clear. And we don't have a creative passer in the side, really. Like, like Reyna is the best we got, I guess, but like there's no midfielder that's going to like, you know, like play a unexpected through ball to put somebody in right there's, and, if if somebody if a winger doesn't beat somebody and then like do the drive and dish thing like what are the options so it, i think that this is this is sort of goes back to like well what's the plan and i think this is like this is sort of like when 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 john calipari doesn't have significantly better talent what this is what the offense looks like it's like we'll we'll beat your guy off the dribble well i can't well that's how the offense works but we should be able to beat people off the dribble theoretically you know in a soccer sense like if you go man for man like we should be able to do such things i I don't understand why it's not happening because we're we're trying to dribble drive into i mean if to 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 extend the analogy you're trying to dribble drive into a two three zone Ah, fine (laughs) (laughs) like it like it's there's not it's it's not gonna work because it's not set up to work so like i I think that ultimately Mm. you know it's it's time to have this discussion, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. If you're, if you're good at parts of the game and you're met at others, then I'll give you the shot to be okay. Right. And I was, I was pro Burhalter because he won fucking games, but if you drop points at home and you don't win games against El Salvador, then suddenly you're not winning games and your shtick runs dry. Well, and I'm trying to remind myself, we just won the Gold Cup, we just won the Nations League, but I would trade both Mexico wins right now for a win against Canada. Like, I mean, ultimately, like, the World Cup is what matters. Like, the Nations League is whatever, some made-up tournament so CONCACAF can make an extra buck. (laughs) Hey, I was at that game, it meant something to me. I mean, it it did, but, like... No, I, I agree, and... It was very easy to paper over a lot of one nothing wins against what should have been in theory inferior opposition. And like, I mean, I, I keep thinking back to that Qatar game where, you know, we snuck out of that first half zero zero. We could have been buried. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it wasn't yep. like that was an aberration. It, that was a lot of the gold. Uh, granted, it, it was the Gold Cup, and it wasn't like the roster, yada yada yada. But Burhalter, um. You know, I mean that's what these he, teams he are. Won, he won a lot of favor with the fan base on one nothing 
gritty wins that in the first half we just avoided disaster miraculously and then like got a late game set piece and then next thing you know you know we grinded out miles robinson buries once against mexico and now oh we won two trophies this summer well and the weird thing is like oh go ahead sorry no 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 no. Uh, i i think the u.s actually created more from open play with our like worst set of players in the gold cup because like they just committed to pressing and creating chances off turnovers like from possession we are very poor at creating well I, th- I think that there's there's a lack of urgency and and i don't know why to be honest because it, it's not it's 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 not it's not earned but there there's a lack of urgency in the idea that you need to score and you need to score now you know so like there will be there will be moments and i can't think of one off the top of my head um there was one in the first half where you had the ball i think i think jedi had the ball and he was staring down one defender and there was, it was a uh, one, uh, you know, on the, on the weak side, I guess it probably was, was Aronson one on two and he just passed it back and it was the right play. Like, like make no mistake. Like that was the right play, but there it's not the play you make if there's an urgency to score goals. It's like the, the thing with, with certain plays, like, yeah, you can make the right play, but you, you can't always make the right play. You have to make the aggressive play occasionally. Because uh, at some point you need to score a fucking goal, and we can't do it. So I don't, I don't, I you know, I'm I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, Greg Berhalter needs to be fired before the Honduras game. But if we come away from this window with two or three points, I don't I don't know that I want to see him in October. I mean, what do you guys think? He's not getting fired. It doesn't matter what we want. Yeah, that's a ridiculous Fair statement. <laughs> Fair enough. I know you're trying to make hashtag content, but come on, man. I'm just like, I'm, I'm the thing is, is that I'm frustrated because I, I, I think that like, if, if the theory is, is that this team is a defensive killer that does not give up goals, that's fine, but you can't give up goals. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, and, and, and so like, that's the thing is that like, if, if, if your theory as a coach is to behave is, is to win in a certain way and you don't win in that certain way, then you know, questions need to be asked. Well, and if and you're I, playing John Brooks, because theoretically he can key your attack, but then he costs you a goal. Then, I mean, the, right. And yeah. he's not keying oh. your attack, or he is to mix well, results or ineffectively. And I haven't watched it back yet again, but I don't remember like a line splitting pass or a big diagonal from him that like sticks out in my mind. No, he just kept trying to go into the left or right corner, and he kept missing it. I mean, he kept under hitting balls to DeAndre Yedlin that that uh, their their Yugoslavian goalkeeper came out and got, which I actually thought was like a fascinating thing. I had the the game on mute because I, I was trying not to annoy my wife, but um, plus they, announcers it, suck. What? Plus announcers always suck. If they just gave if they just gave me an option to watch with crowd noise, I would pick that for every single game. There, there's I'm 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 still uh like of the opinion that the best way to watch a, a game is with the Homer radio on like I, <laughs> like like you know how everybody's grandpa listen watches Tigers games with the uh with the Ernie Harwell feed obviously yes. not anymore but um yeah if, if I could get Ernie. If, if I could get that in in Concacaf like I would I would prefer it but um you know. We're we're the, the the point is is that if John Brooks is there to key an attack, 
and he doesn't key an attack. And if, you know, if these players, if, if Sebastian Legette is there to, to come and, and a key an attack in the midfield and he can't do it, like, what's the point? And, and I'm not, and again, like, I don't know what the better option is. Like, I, you know, people love saying Luca Della Torre or, or Julian Green. Like, what makes you think they're going to be better at this? I, yeah. Um, that is, those, that is, those are weird takes. I hear that quite a bit. I, I flipped to a, a different content provider's halftime show and they came, that those two players came up and uh, we have small sample sizes. Like, I'm not convinced that either of them are going to be better than Legit. Yeah, those are like the two Euro Dust guys that if you play in Europe, you automatically are better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or like, uh, remember, like there was like a minute where um, uh, his first name is probably not Leon, but Leon Flack. Um, yeah. he he came back and he was really really good for like two games, and people were like, "See, guy plays in Europe and he's infinitely better than MLS players." And it's like, no, he's not. Like, he's fine. He's good. Like, maybe he'll he'll get there at some point. But like. No, just just by playing in Belgium doesn't make you a better player, um, you know. But I I think that like in in some you know, I think I think that that this is a, a like I don't want to sugarcoat it. This is a bad result. Mm-hmm. This, this is a bad bad result. And look, if you go out and you win against Honduras, um, great, you've made up for it. But well, <laughs> do you think let's... like I don't see How... that happening? Could this window have really gone much worse? I mean, I guess you could have lost both games, but you've tied both games. Gio Reyna is hurt. Sergio Dust is hurt. Timothy Weah is hurt. Greg, Zach Steffen has COVID. McKenny is like, I don't even know what he's doing. He's suspended. Like could Tyler you Adams' legs worse... are cooked. Right? Could you come up with like a worse scenario other than losing both games? Hold on, I got. I, I can do this. I, I can do this. Hold on. Don't speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We don't need idiot. to do that. George Bello is going to uh, end up uh, in a situation where he has to go in and out of a burning house and constantly goes in and out and then misses a game. I at one point wrote like a roster article with like three different three different endings where like you know have you know like the Wayne's World they have like the the happy yeah. ending the the Wayne the like Scooby, the Scooby Doo ending, ending and then like yeah. the house burns down and your pregnant girl girlfriend is pregnant ending. Yes. yes. We're at we're at like the house burned down and our girlfriend is taking a pregnancy test point. Oh yeah, when we when we go down and lose one nothing at Honduras, like, like I I think like you you could you could envision a situation in which we go down to Honduras, get outclassed, and then like we we have this situation where it's like, ah, we're back in Cuba. Good, good. I missed this. You know, like like we had we had too many good feelings. Like, it's like that that scene in uh in in Parks and Rec, like people were getting a little too chummy around the U.S. <laughs> men's national team Twitter. Probably true. We have not not qualified for the World Cup. Like to be clear, like we could go down and easily beat Honduras. Like we have the talent to do so, or we could draw Honduras, and then we could spend the next however many weeks, like literally losing our minds, show up for the next you know, cycle of games and blow the doors off of people the way that like our team in theory should. And like all is fixed. Like you, you don't need to take nine out of nine points, you know, every three game cycle. But you, you do have to win away or win at home. You have to win a game at some point. You're not going to go to the world cup on a point a game. Well, and if you like, if you, if you tie Mexico at home, you're like, okay, it's Mexico. Mm -hmm. You can't tie frigging Canada. 
a, a Canada that was not did not come out with all of its horses. No, they David, like kind of half rested players to, for their next game. Right, Jonathan David and Tejon Buchanan were on the bench. Like this was not this was not their 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 best shot. They came out this and they said they basically looked at this and said like look like if we fits a game in the 65th minute we'll go for it but we're not going to go for it at the start and we couldn't do it. And it's it's uh, it's 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 I don't know. I, like I'm, 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 I'm both feeling better and worse at the end of this conversation. Like what's crazy is that we, we scored a goal against, you know, in theory at home, we should be scoring a couple. Um, we don't need, no one's even complaining about who's at strike. This isn't an issue of, and as said earlier, like it's not missed chances. We're like, Oh my gosh, we're just not converting in front of goal. Like if it was Josh Sargent or P or Zardes or Josie, like it, it didn't matter. There was no, like, there was, there was nobody, no enough, there was nobody there. There's no chances to score. There, there's but, like how many, how many threatening balls did we really roll through in the, you know, the face of goal? Very few. Like, I, I mean, like you, you think about it and it's like, can you think of a single ball that went to Jordan P uh, with him facing goal in the box? Cause I can't, I can't think of one. I, so against the, Against El Salvador in that game, one of the things I got very frustrated with was uh, we kept trying to play, you know, one twos in like a, a, a telephone booth. We'd have three guys on the ball and four or five defenders, and it just got jumbled up in a corner and it get kicked out the other way. This game, it seemed like through the midfield, at least early on, we had a lot better spacing. But I just, I just don't understand where this attack is supposed to come from. Like you can't, like teams are not going to let you just like enter balls in front of goal 18 yards out cleanly. Like it just doesn't happen. And it seems like that's what this like scheme is waiting for is like that killer or like someone to just be standing with their arms up in the air in front of goal saying, Hey, kick it to me here. Well, there was (laughs) one point where Aronson was running like wide open down the middle of the field and uh, Jedi missed him. Like you could hear the whole crowd. Yeah. Like rising and yelling. And meanwhile, right, the announcers right. are like, huh, they're yelling. They're excited. What's that all about? I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but at like a certain point, just, I, I don't know, this like possession for possession's sake, just start bombing and crosses. And I don't know, at least like see if something happens in the box. Like it may not be pretty and it's smash and grab, but we clearly. We've well, got a six foot three set forward in there. Throw, throw a couple at him. Yeah, I mean, give him a shot. I, I, yeah, I, well, I, I think yeah. that there has to be some, some attempt to get the ball in, in the box with, with a chance to get in the goal. Well, another thing I found odd was against El Salvador, like we would, you know, like uh desk or Conrad would like dribble all over the place. And we never like did a switch, you know, like when you're watching like Chelsea or mm-hmm. Barcelona or somebody, they do like a big switch and like, yeah. kind of like try to get over there where there's more space. Like we didn't hardly do that at all. I couldn't remember against El Salvador. And we tried to do it tonight, and they just constantly got cut out. I don't know if, like, we hadn't sucked them over far enough or we just suck at hitting those. I don't know. But it's, it's we, we, we don't have a quarterback who can, who can throw a deep out route. Right. Got noodle <laughs> arm golf back there. <laughs> How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great today, Coach. Do you know why I'm doing great? Tell me. Because I get to make podcasts with my friends using the Anchor app. It, and, well, you know, I, I get why that makes you happy, but certainly you have to pay for the Anchor app. You know, you'd be surprised to find out? Completely free. Completely free. But they say nothing is free. 
Well, apparently podcasting with your friends can be through the Anchor app. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's like you got to have some like super complicated studio or editing software, right? You know, I can't say that confidently, but since you're the one that edits all of our podcasts, I'm fairly confident any moron can do it. Well, you know, any any moron can do it because, again, I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can edit well. You can. I can't. I don't really know how to edit. But you can do it through the Anchor app. It supposedly makes it easy. You're just not that good at it. It's all right. And we, when we say you, we mean the royal you, listener. Not just you, Asa. Uh, or but, you, Greg. Right. Uh, and not just you, Greg, you, Greg, but you, Greg, Greg Burt. Who, who I assume listens. Does, do, do we have confirmation that Greg Berhalter listens to the podcast? We have confirmation that a Greg listens to the podcast. Why do we need a second one? I mean, you certainly don't need an extra G. No, that's just, Greg. that's incredibly wrong. Um, but, you know, people listen to our, our podcast and they, they listen to it all over the place. So does that happen by magic? It, it might. I don't know how we got a Czech Republic listener. <laughs> Well, I think it's because the Anchor app distributes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It does. It's very easy to find. I've been able to find it on at least two of those services. And, you know, isn't that what the whole point is? Spotify, Apple, Google. Our what more do you need than those three? Right. Our tech overlords have made it clear that that's what you need. So that's what you need. What, what do you want? Um, so here's, here's probably the biggest question. Um, it is well established that you get pray, paid in breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, but if somebody wanted to be paid in perhaps fiat currency, such as dollars or pesos, could they do that through the Anchor app? I don't personally understand why they would choose to do that. But yes, the Anchor app is willing to pay you in fiat currency instead of breakfast tacos, if you are so inclined. We're... we're we're just saying that if you wanted to trade your podcasting voice for fiat currency that would then be used to buy breakfast tacos, you could do that. That's your choice. Your uh, ideas intrigue me, and I would like to sub- subscribe to your podcast. And I can do so using Google, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Just go to Touchlines and Touchdowns and click that little follow button, and you'll hear from us twice a week, every week. Every week. Um, so it sounds like this podcast, which is very professionally done, is all done in one place through the Anchor app. It sure is, which makes bridging our four different time zones a hell of a lot easier. Sure does. So do you want to do you want to do the call to action or do you want me to do the call to action? Be my guest. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. So. Dear for listeners and friends, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, do not put anchor.fm slash TLS underscore N underscore TDS um, because we don't get anything from it. So just go straight to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app so you too can trade fiat currency for breakfast tacos. That's really the dream. Of- How you doing, Coach? I am back for part two. Part yeah. Part yeah. Uh, with for those of us, for those of you that are listening 
to this, just know that we are at the Notre Dame FSU game where Treshawn Ward scored the touchdown with like six minutes to play. So that's oh, interesting note. You are ahead of me. Hey, it's thirty-eight something. Thirty-eight thirty-five. Uh, well, I don't know about that because he hasn't kicked the extra point yet. Oh, well, thirty-eight thirty-four. How you doing, Angus? I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. Thirty-five. Uh, so there was a there was there was college football Labor Day weekend. Uh, there yeah. was some college football. Um, and uh, I I think for the in the fir- actually I can say this I can say this with confidence for the first time in over a year both Michigan and Michigan State won on the same weekend. Yes, uh, that definitely sounds right. That does sound right. Well, Hooray. Michigan Mich- Michigan State only won two games last year, and one of them was against Michigan. So. <laughs> Yeah, so we got a 50-50 shot on if the other yeah. <laughs> Michigan won the other weekend. And and Michigan yeah. tended to lose games last year. So Right, so I think you're safe. Yeah, feels uh, good. All right. Yeah. Okay, everyone. So did we end up uh did anybody end up getting a like final diagnosis on Ronnie Bell or is that not coming out till tomorrow or Tuesday? I guess I, it's probably not gonna come out until Wednesday. Okay. I know it looked bad, but it looked like his ankle was hanging. Yeah. Well, so they said it's probably his knee. Really? Isn't uh, it, yeah, it it's it's his knee for sure. Um well, uh longtime listener of the podcast Ronnie Bell, we hope that you are uh healthy and back on the field on Saturday. Um we will talk about both teams involved in that game, one for because we're contractually obligated and the other because it's real real funny. Um but let's go chrono- uh, chronologically. Uh Thursday night um, we opened with Ohio State, Minnesota, uh, and it was fun for about 10 minutes. No, it was well, really not fun like, for about 10 minutes. Then it was really fun for about 20 minutes, and then it was really, really, really not fun for the rest of it. Uh, I, I think the good news is, at least as far as I'm concerned, is that C.J. Stroud looked very human to me. Yeah, but is that good? Because that, all that means is that Ryan Day is going to give him the hook. Well, I mean, your well, other options are, are a true freshman and Quinn Ewers, and I don't know who else. Yeah, but isn't yeah. Quinn Ewers that five star like wonder kid? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather take I'd rather take the whatever the four star is, CJ Stroud, that like looks like he could have an off game than gamble on the five star being whelmed by the moment. Whelmed, overwhelmed. <laughs> He's not overwhelmed. He's just whelmed. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> So the, the, the only other funny thing that happened Thursday night, and then look, like Ohio State is, is still Ohio State, but um, Ohio State without a kick-ass quarterback is a lot less scary than Ohio State with Justin Fields. Yes. Um, but having said that, they still hung 45 on the road. So, Yeah, but it was against Minnesota. So like, and if we've learned anything, it's that Minnesota in week one is not really that indicative of good. Yeah, especially defensively. Um, so the only other funny thing that happened Thursday night was that UNLV lost to Eastern Washington, and anytime an FCS team wins, it's funny. They have won six times this weekend. FCS teams? Yep. Let's talk about the other time. Okay. Uh, or, or at least the, the awesome. next time, uh, which was the time that Colorado State made a mistake. And my friends, there are certain rules that you would adhere to when you schedule games, and I think I think a friend of the pod, Alex Kirshner, said it best. If you're gonna schedule a Dakota, don't schedule a Dakota State. 
and Colorado State <laughs> scheduled a South Dakota State. Yeah, that was, went, what a bad idea that is. Poorly. <laughs> they, they, got, idea. they got humiliated. It was 42 to 23 and it wasn't that close. Yep. Um, so, so that was, that was something. Uh, congratulations to Kansas. You won a game. Good job. Yay. Very proud. Yeah. Very proud. Uh, and so I think that answers, wait, I think that answers our question about, uh, what, what rank, what ranked South Dakota team Kansas would be. And it's now number two. Yep. I think we can confidently say that Kansas would be the second best team in South Dakota. Um, I would still say probably the fourth best team in the Dakotas, but that's probably safe. I, I yeah, but but yeah. not fifth. Not, not fifth. fifth. Not fifth. Yeah, definitely um, not fifth. The 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 Power Five state of North Carolina had a real rough night Friday night. Sure did. Uh, went one and two. Uh, the win. Uh, Wake Forest took care of business against Old Dominion. Good job. Uh, are we? Old, wait, 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 wait. Uh, are we? What what night are you talking about? Or are we talking about the whole weekend? Just Friday night. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Um, Duke in the preview pod we mentioned that it was sort of weird that Duke was going to Charlotte, right? Yeah. We were like, "Why are you doing that, Duke?" Um, and now I think that we can confidently say, "Why'd you do that, Duke?" Yeah. If I yeah. had known that like <laughs> Charlotte had stood a chance of that game, I would have gone. But I figured that game was going to be stupid, and it turns out, but it, it was funny, stupid. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like you thought it was going to be like Duke wins by a lot, stupid. Not what are you doing, Duke? Yep. I really um, wish I had seen what are you doing, Duke in person. <laughs> uh, and the other game was the game that I, I pointed out on the preview pod, which is um, you don't want to go to Lane Stadium in Blacksburg, Virginia, midweek at night. It's a scary pace to play. And yeah. Virginia Tech did that thing that they've been doing to teams for a hundred years. And I know it's a Fuente team. But there's still something about Enter Sandman. And, like, I know it's, like, it's stupid. Like, we talk about that, like, oh, you know, you still got to play the game. But, like, the energy in that stadium was rocking in a way that, that it hasn't been since certainly pre-COVID. Yeah, um, it registered on the uh, Geiger counter. There was somebody posted on Twitter. You can see the exact, uh, like, duration. Of, yeah, you can see wow. the duration of Enter Sandman because the seismic activity picked up so much. Yeah, you can, uh, when when Wisconsin does the jump around thing too, that that hit, uh, you can pick that up on the Geiger Geiger counter as well. I just don't know how often they do it. Uh, once a game. Uh, yeah. No, I know how often they sing. I don't know how often <laughs> they check the check the seismic activity of the dancing. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a question. Uh, but anyways, so so Sam Howell, who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions on September whatever twenty twenty two, he's bad. Cool, great, love it, awesome. Um, there's just no good starting quarterbacks in 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 a draftable age this year. Um, so we're we're doing that thing where we pretend bad quarterbacks are good. Um, but you you saw it like Spencer Rattler looked bad. We'll get there in a second. Spencer yeah, Rattler did. looked bad. Um, Notre Dame doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, They've got Jack Cohn. Speaking Notre, of Wisconsin, Notre Dame doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, Sean Clifford might be the best quarterback in the Big Ten. Like what? The, yeah. It's not good. Um, is so, he? Is he? Yeah, but it's not because he's good. <laughs> go go through the list. Go through the list. What, Adrian it, Martinez? Arthur Sitkowski? Oh, God. Hunter well, you just Johnson? named the two worst in the Big Ten. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. That's the thing. <laughs> I named the two average because Purdue's quarterback is worse. I don't remember who it is. I guess Michael Penix, who threw three pick sixes. Okay. 
again, Penix, Penix. When you throw that many pick sixes, you're Penix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, right. Yeah, that's the Big Ten quarterback uh, crew is not that great this year. Like, theoretically, the best one should be the Northwestern kid, right? I mean, by by pedigree, yeah. But, Potentially. Yeah, I, I guess probably Tanner Morgan in terms of like – Oh, I forgot. I watched that game too, and I forgot about him. He's he's bad too. None of yeah, them are good. good. Like like it's it's. I I literally think if you ask me right now, gun to my head, who is the best quarterback, game in game out for the Big Ten in in twenty twenty one? I think it's gonna be Sean Clifford, and that's or 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 Talia Tagvila. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but he he's gonna do a lot of stupid shit. Of course he is. <laughs> that um, boy, that boy's got hero written all over him. Yeah, he's he's got the last scene in in uh, not another teen movie written all over him. Like yeah. there goes my hero as he gets his his wide receiver split in half. Um, but what what the Big Ten lacks in quarterbacks, it makes up for in the fact that it's got a Heisman a Heisman likely running back in Kenneth Walker. Uh, the okay, let's let's <laughs> calm it down. September let's Heisman. Let's play the uh, September Heisman game. Hold on. Three, only three times in okay. in in the last in the last decade has a Big Ten running back dropped two fifty and four touchdowns in a game in a Big Ten game. One of those was Friday night, Kenneth Walker the third. Although he's now Kenneth Walker the fourth because he got four touchdowns. We're gonna just add that. And then uh, the other two times were Melvin Gordon. That's it. That's 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 what we got. Didn't Melvin Gordon do it like back to back too? Yeah, he did it tw- <laughs> two games in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um. So no, but but Michigan State um came out and played offense, which was weird. Um. And so like we'll 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 talk a little bit about Michigan State because um Bill Connolly actually had the tweet of the the weekend in explaining that game where he was like it was the most confusing game I watched because is Northwestern's defense much worse than I thought? Or is Michigan State's offense awesome? Is Michigan State's off defense really bad? Or is Northwestern a little bit further along than we thought? And the answer to all of those questions is, eh. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, first game of the season. <laughs> that is yeah. the conversation I've had in multiple group chats, is just being like, well, was, does that mean Northwestern stinks or Michigan State's better than we thought? It's like, well, I don't know. Like, could be both. Don't know. A little uh, bit but- of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was- uh, but the, the nice thing, at least, like, and, and you try to, in game one, you try, you, you definitely don't want to overreact. Like, I'm joking about him winning the Heisman. He, he had a really, really good game. He looks really, really good, but, you know, Northwest. No, no, this week, it's not a, it's not a joke. <laughs> next week, it's probably going to be a joke. Uh, next, <laughs> next week, they play Youngstown State. In two weeks, it will probably be a joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for Although it might not, for reasons we'll get to. Um, but. Uh, you know, like with Michigan State, you know, Peyton Thorne is the starting quarterback. That was a, a question coming out of camp. We, it was unclear who was going to who was going to get the nod there. And so Peyton Thorne, the the redshirt sophomore, um, who doesn't have a big arm, but more more with his legs. Um, you know, he he did nothing impressive, but he didn't throw an interception. He didn't fumble, and he didn't make any catastrophic errors. Um, oh, which, right. Which is sort of like Michigan State quarterback one hundred and one. Like if you just don't. Uh, if you just don't throw off your back foot at Notre Dame secondary, you'll be we fine. Did not screw up. <laughs> well, that's, that's not true because Kirk Cousins is still a program legend, and he famously throws off his back foot into Notre Dame secondary all the time. Correct. Um, but so Michigan State uh, looked. I, I thought. I thought they looked good. But again, you know, you never know in, in game one. Um, 
Kenneth Walker III actually looks like a guy. Um, coming into the season, people talked about him as being pretty underrated because Wake Forest didn't have an offensive line. Right. And then, and the response to that was, well, does Michigan State doesn't either. Um, but of his 264 yards, 206 were after contact. So make of that what you will. Like, that is both a really good and really bad stat. Yeah. Well, but one of the two was that uh, when you have big runs and if you get, like, you know, touched at the line of scrimmage, you manage to break it anyway. Like, that'll inflate that stat a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, he had 70 yards. He, he on that first play, he got touched yeah. five yards off the he, – he broke that tackle. I mean, credit to him. But he, right. he got – but he got 70 of those 206 yards right there. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you break a tackle, if you break a tackle on like two yards past the line of scrimmage and then you run it for a 75 yard touchdown, like you're getting 70, 73 yards right there. Right. Um, but, and, and the defense, the defense looked like it had deep ball problems, um, which is a problem when you're going up against Hunter Johnson because there are better quarterbacks on the schedule. Not many, but one in two weeks is, is bearing down at you. Um, and so we'll, we'll see, you know, obviously like there's a, there's, there's a big jump from, from week one to week two. Um, we'll talk about that with Michigan in a second, but, um, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what this team looks like against a team that's not Northwestern. Um, and in a game that's a true road game as opposed to Ryan field, which is a home game for everybody who wants it to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) never, never heard of a phrase like that, but yeah. Uh, so, so anyways, I, th- I think looking at this Michigan state game, looking at, you know, what it means going forward, um, the defense I think is, is interesting. It's a little more chaotic than the D'Antonio defenses. The offense looked coherent, which was nice because that's not a given with Michigan state. Right. Um, and you know, we'll see about next week, you know? Uh, yes. well, it'll... I mean, in theory next week, I guess I shouldn't say that given what happened this week, but in theory next week, that should just be a way to, you know, get some Were they playing next week. Youngstown, Youngstown state. state. Oh, that's just practice against yeah that's, tacklers. That's that's not going to tell you much of anything. No, well, and, and even you say that, but we're about to discuss <laughs> Michigan's second week opponent, where we learned quite a few things when they played Montana. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to learn anything about Michigan until like week four. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so Michigan, Michigan had just switching over. So I think to put a bow on Michigan State, it was fun. Hopefully, we do it again. Uh, in the Michigan game, um similar outside of the the one glaring drawback so again we talked about ronnie bell hopefully he is he 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 had two really really loud plays one of them didn't count yeah um so but but that that one grab was was phenomenal even though yeah i really hope that john o'neill gets fired into the sun at Uh, some point he's not he's not yeah (laughs) I, i don't think we have that technology to be honest no we well elon musk might you know yeah we definitely have that technology Right yeah, the sun. I mean, it's gonna take I, a while, but we can get them there eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess also, like, as long as you just send them that way, eventually he makes it. Yeah, right. That's how yeah, vacuums just, work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm with it. Yeah, into space. <laughs> get stuck there. <laughs> we all revolve around it, anyways, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. But anyways, so so uh, heliocentric. <laughs> I was I was gonna make a Galileo joke, but I I couldn't get around to it. Um. Come on, that was a good Galileo joke. It was awful. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, you get, you get zero points for that. That was a D. <laughs> <laughs> um, but immediately after uh, Ronnie Bell had that 
uh, catch waved off. He he went out and made a really really nice adjustment on a, on a deep ball from Cade McNamara. Yeah. Um, yep. To, to get a what was it a seventy five yard touchdown? Something like that. Something yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it was a really nice adjustment. It was one on one slot fade. Um, and he it was the ball was like it was weirdly thrown because Cade McNamara actually did the right thing. Which yeah, is he, he saw, underthrew it. Well, he underthrew it, and he under and he just like he saw one on one coverage for his yeah. number one receiver against a safety, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna put the ball there, and hopefully he makes a play." Right, which is the the proper move. Like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and Ronnie Bell made the play, uh, so good on him. And then, uh, but but I, I think with the rest of the game, I think the the big takeaway and, and Angus, you you can you can give your takeaways about the defense, but um, sure. Blake Corum, I think, is a dude. Yeah, Blake Corum looks awesome. Um, uh, probably our best running back since. I mean, from what he looks like, since Zach, Zach, Zach Charbonnet, or we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Karan Higdon, but you decided to be an ass. So, um, probably Karan Higdon. Probably. Uh, I, I, I well, I don't know, maybe. maybe. But anyways, the the so I, I I don't think Western was very good. No, they were not. No, not very good. So I think I think that there's like again like there's only so much you can learn from a from a a, a tomato can game. Um, yeah, Mac program. Well, the I mean the the offense looked coherent and competent, and this is probably the best we've seen from hashtag speed and space. Um, send I I, I don't know. I, since, I guess since Shane like, Patterson took that hit. I yeah maybe maybe I, I don't know like I don't know if we've ever actually seen like coherent speed and space like whatever it is that josh gaddis wants wants out of this offense ever um except for this game so that's encouraging right yeah and i I mean dropping 47 on on anybody is is a yeah is a good thing yeah right yeah um yeah and and i mean i do think Cade looked okay like he looked he looked good um like he was like very much in in control of the offense um which is which is encouraging so um yeah i, I don't know if i have any other takeaways about the offense <laughs> yeah and, and and the defense i think uh outside of the first drive um which is always like a weird thing like like first yeah. drive defense is always like michigan state there was a truism under pat narduzzi who was who's obviously a, a, a really 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 good defensive coordinator it's like the first drive you're going to give up points like it's because he needs a second to figure it out and i i think based and you know mike mcdonald we have we have one a data point of n1 <clears throat> um but i i think that we you know it, it's it's possible we could be looking at a similar situation yeah, yeah, it's it's entirely a similar a similar situation, but like, really, like, ask again later because it doesn't look like Western is very good. Um, I mean, like, I I don't I don't read defenses super super well, but um, if they are able to achieve like what they did against Western, which is mix up the defenses, and that's something that Don Brown never did, um, that's that's really encouraging too, because that I mean that that's basically what they're going for, right? create chaos you you want you want to keep the offense guessing so if they're able to do that that's awesome um i do think they are going to be giving up some big plays it's just going to happen um when you when you have that secondary it's gonna it's gonna be yeah there's just that's secondary but it does it does seem like he enjoys blitzing everyone a lot and then and then asking the cornerbacks to to be on islands and those cornerbacks are not good enough to be on islands so 
if they do that and they do it do it often, then and they do it against the wrong offense, <clears throat> Ohio State, then they're going to give up some big plays. No, no, no. Is... We just talked about this. The Big Ten quarterbacks this year aren't that good, so it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how um, this works. Yeah. Speaking speaking of offenses that aren't that good, Washington. Yeah. What, what is you doing, baby? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I nobody you guys did. Just like, yeah, why would you, me the why score? you I was bother? Like, no, what? nobody did. It literally nobody watched it. It was on Pac-12 network. Nobody could watch that game. Oh yeah, okay, it's even better. <laughs> um, so the the Washington, I so I didn't know this because obviously, like, I'm not paying attention to to Pac-12 coordinator hires. But they hired John Donovan. Does that name ring a bell for either of you? No. Uh. Okay, do you remember uh, Penn State's offense with Christian Hackenberg? Oh yes, it's the it's the Hackenberg whisperer. I knew this. Yep, it's it was Hackenberg the it was, whisperer. It was the <laughs> offensive coordinator who failed so hard that they went out and got Joe Moorhead. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> He's the guy who got Hackenberg like decapitated. <laughs> yep, John Donovan. Uh, he is now the offensive coordinator at. Washington. He's also the guy that got Christian Hackenberg, turned Christian Hackenberg into a second round draft pick. No. He started as a first round draft pick, but hey, who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> um, so so Washington's bad. They 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 put up four yards per play against Montana. And Montana is not we're not we're not talking about a a, a Dakota State here. You know? <laughs> like we're not talking about Eastern Washington who also who 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 wins games, right? Like we're talking about Montana. Um, I don't actually know if Montana's bad. They're not good. Uh, well, I mean, they're I not can't remember team. which one. Well, I can't remember which one it is, though. Either Montana or Maine. One of them is really good. Maine? Maine, Maine usually uh, okay. like will beat a temple or something. Okay, it's got to be Maine then. Um, but, at, I mean, look, even if Montana is the team you're thinking of, they're an FCS team and... Like, look. Usually, the, the the blueprint to beat a team as an FCS team is you is you go Armonte Edwards and you somehow weird out thirty four points and it 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 happens right. Like Eastern Washington had a couple of those like uh, shootouts with with Mike Leach, Washington State. Right. Um, you know, uh, it 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 happens. Like, whatever. But this was not that. This was this was Mont. Uh, Washington could not move the ball against an FCS defense. And yeah. uh, I, I, so I, I think that like, there, there are two ways of looking at this from a, from a Michigan fan point of view. And, and, and that's obviously what, what we cater to here um, on the one hand, it's like, well, good because Michigan's defense is theoretically better than an FCS level uh, or bad because the universe does like screwing with Michigan. Also, right. you might've so, just woken up Washington's well, coaching staff, right? Like they mm, might be mm. paying attention now, but mm, they're... I, yeah, well, they, that that means they they have a week to like get a team together. But like, I guess let's let's play a game. Are we now more scared of Washington or a team like NIU? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I and what did NIU do this weekend? Well, that's they won. Yeah, they won. By oh, they beat, Rocky, um, Lom- Rocky Lombardi. Tech. Yeah, Rocky Lombardi beat Georgia Tech by one. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's why that's why I said like. I'm like a little bit more scared for week three than I am for week two. Just uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, are you uh, giving weight to Georgia tech as a football program? Cause that might be a mistake. Well, you know, maybe. <laughs> well, I, th- I think, I think the question we have to ask about Washington is that like, 
Uh, Washington had a nepotism hire. Uh, Chris Peterson named his replacement in Jimmy Lake. Um, we have right. no evidence that Jimmy Lake is a good coach. Yeah. Who is Jimmy Lake? Uh, he was the defensive coordinator under Chris Peterson. Oh. And All right. like I, 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 he did not have I, – I don't think he had any coordinator experience prior to Peterson. I, he certainly didn't have any head coaching experience. No, I think I'm he's staring at his Wikipedia page, and he yeah. did not have any any coordinator experience. He did coach for the Detroit Lions in – I want you guys to guess the year. 2008. 2008. Uh, we're all staring at the same thing. Uh, no. Not. Yeah, it's the 0-16 year. Come on. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to bring that year up unless unless it was that. <laughs> Um, so the, the, so, so the, that's the, that's the, 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 the question there, right? Is, is Washington just, are they filtered out of Chris Peterson era? Like, are we, are we far enough away from Chris Peterson for them to just suck? And it's like, and, and keep in mind, Washington is not one of those programs that can just like survive a bad hire, right? Like they tie Willingham to themselves into, into into some really bad times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like they're, 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 uh, they're much closer to a Michigan state than a Michigan. Like if you fuck up a hire, you're going to look real bad and real untalented real fast. And it'll take like eight years to pull out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so it'll be interesting. Um, elsewhere around the, 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 the college football world, I, well, I, I think we should just go through the funny games. Do you not want to talk about, uh, the other half of the Washington division one teams? Oh, right. Mr. Rolovich managed to not win his first game either. Uh, like like a battle, you know what? I don't even want to make the vaccine joke. Nick Rolovich sucks as a coach and probably as a person. Yeah, he's getting sued by one of his players. Yeah. Um, Ex-players, whatever. Right. Uh, it was the one who he kicked off the team for wanting to uh, join the, the union. Yes. Um, mm. So the, the, the Washington State uh, fireballs um, – Bush lights, whatever their nickname is. Uh, tire they, fires. Tire fires. Uh, cinnamon tire fires. Um, they 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 went out and, and 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 welcomed Utah State, which is a good program. Like that's not like there's nothing to be ashamed of losing to Utah State. There is the 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 interesting part about this game is that you look at the final score and it was twenty six to twenty three, which is a normal football score. Were you guys monitoring this game as it happened? Nope. No. Okay. This game went from three to nothing to three to three to five to three to five to six to eight to six to uh, eleven to six to eleven to thirteen. Like, like it was just like a super weird score. Yeah, that's thing. a lot of scores. That's I don't think we've seen a lot of. That's a that's a strange game. Yeah, um, and then just like ultimately, it ended up at twenty six twenty three. Which is fine. But, um, yeah, Washington, you suck. Or Washington State, you suck. Washington, you probably suck as well. The um, state of Washington. Suck. The entire state. The entire state of Washington, including you, Seattle Mariners. Um, Except for our listeners in the state of Washington. You're great. You, specifically you. I don't I, – I think I know one person who lives in Washington. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, if you're listening, hi. How's it going? Um <laughs> So uh, elsewhere around the, uh, the, the, the world of college football, Randy Edsel uh, yeah. announced that he was retiring because he lost to Holy Cross. Yep. Um, we mentioned yep. this. UConn, we, we, we asked five or six times, who is this for? It's not for Randy Edsel. Not anymore. <laughs> yep, no. Um, you officially only asked it once. Uh, right, you, right. That's right. Off the podcast. Off asked the podcast. it like 10 times. I, I still don't have an answer. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, Apparently it was for Holy Cross, so. Yeah. Um, Elsewhere, Penn State and Wisconsin played the most Big Ten game possible. That was so dumb. Oh, I have a question about that game. Georgia Clemson might have played a pretty Big Ten game as well. That was super Big Ten. You're right. (laughs) Speaking, Speaking of confusing things that happened, Penn State beating Wisconsin in a Big Ten, like the most Big Ten game ever. Yeah, that Why? that 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 was a game Why? that Wisconsin like was like, like like it was um like I overused the analogy, but like the bane like you you merely adopted the dark we were born yes. in it. Wisconsin was born into a game like this. <laughs> Wisconsin was born into <laughs> born into a sixteen ten game. Yeah, like like Penn State, you want to you want to play offense? No, no, that's not what we're doing today. <laughs> um, but but and and Penn State tried really hard to lose this game. Uh, Graham Mertz threw two interceptions in the last five minutes in the red zone. Um, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that was an ugly, ugly game. Oh, right. Graham Mertz. He's another Big Ten quarterback. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ostensibly, and... this, I think the second most highest ranked recruit. Yeah, he was, he was, he was a top 50 recruit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has the quote unquote most potential. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As everybody imagined, Wisconsin has the second highest rated quarterback in the conference behind Northwestern. It's so <laughs> weird. Um, Factually actually, accurate, hold though. On, hold on, hold on. Starting quarterback. Yeah. Quinn, yeah, 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 yeah. Quinn Ewers, when he takes over, will will be number one. Well, and uh, JJ was ranked higher than at least yeah. Mertz. Yeah, JJ McCarthy was. Uh, he was not, I don't think he was rated higher than Hunter Johnson, but. Um, yeah, Penn State, Wisconsin. That game was super boring. Just sort of no reason to watch it unless you like pulling teeth. Um, Same with Georgia Clemson. That game was shook. It was, it's 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 good that you decided to yawn right there. Yeah, that was <laughs> uh, pun intended. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. I want to talk about Michigan State's uh, Week Three opponent who uh, made a mistake. Uh, they said that they wanted Bama. You never. They, that's a trick question. You never want Bama. You never want Bama. Miami. Did you see? I know I sent this to you guys, but they took a spirit flight to the game. You knew they were going to lose as soon as that happened. Yeah, we're not going. We're not going to pay sticker. <laughs> you kidding me? Um. Yeah. So so that game was forty four to thirteen, and it wasn't that close. Um. Yeah. Miami Miami was completely outclassed, and it had the saddest the saddest moment of the game was they thought they had a fumble and they got the turnover chain out. And then the fumble was overturned, and they had to take off the, the turnover chain, and then Alabama scored. Oh, no. Mm. The uh, saddest moment of that game was Miami – or Alabama was up 27 nothing before Miami crossed midfield. And the thing is, Miami has good players. Like, Derek King is really good. In theory. Um, yeah, in Allegedly. Theory. Allegedly. Um, but they they were, they were completely outclassed, um, which gives all of your Michigan State fans – Two weeks to pretend like that will be a game. It will not. Um, but the we're we're reminded that nobody's going to touch Alabama again. Um, and it's it's they're really good. They didn't get less good. Um, yeah, I mean the scary the scary thing is that the team most likely to touch Alabama, I guess, is Georgia, and we all know how that's going to go. Yeah, that's not going to go well. Yeah, um, no, that, that'll be saving toying with Kirby Smart. Yeah, again, again. <laughs> um, speaking of teams that. Did get worse. Uh, Indiana. Never try. Yep. That's what she hey, I hope you guys you remember, learned a valuable lesson here. Do you remember when you guys were like, hey, you have to worry about Indiana? And I'm like, 
I don't know about that. <laughs> yep, yep. I did say that on this podcast. Uh, it was recorded. Uh, and I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, Indiana was like, we don't want to play this season. Yeah. And then they I, didn't. I get it. I get it. You know, football football's a difficult game. And uh, yeah, it takes a lot know, of time. Some of us are basketball schools. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple of schools that just don't really feel like playing this this year. <laughs> Oklahoma took a couple of quarters off. Well, it, I think... I think Nebraska was like tied with Fordham in the second quarter. Um, they gave up, so so they ended up winning by like fifty. But yeah. they gave up the first uh, ever ever touchdown to Fordham uh, for as a an FBS team. So congratulations, <laughs> Nebraska! Wait, uh, when did when did Fordham join the FBS? No, they're, they're, Fordham is FCS. Oh, I see what you're saying. Nice, yeah. good job, Nebraska. Um, <laughs> Other Big Ten teams, Maryland continued its uh, its status as the um, Big Ten, Big Twelve killer. Uh, yep. They they took down West Virginia. Um, Yay! Uh, and big win. So, big win. So, um, Iowa State struggled mightily with Northern Iowa, um, which which it's good. I think I think you know sixteen ten they got themselves really ready. You know because they've they've got they've got Iowa this week in El Asico. And you don't want to come into Alaska feeling good. You know, I was coming off a 34 to six win. Do you think that that's going to help them? That's no. game day too. get up, get up for, for game day. Get up for Alaska. Like it's, it's, that'll, that'll be dumb as hell. Um, David Pollock, if you're listening to this, I will give you a hundred dollars to say Alaska on air. Uh, <laughs> we'll, that, we'll do it. I, I'll match that. Um, I will, I will absolutely match that. Uh, so I, I think the only other game that I that I really want to talk about here is the UCLA LSU game. So yeah, that was surprising. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't. It, it wasn't surprising, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, and I, I I don't think we talked much about it going into it, but I, I was thinking about that game before it happened and while it was happening, and I was thinking to myself, man, wasn't LSU really really bad last year? And I looked back, and yeah, yeah, they were really really bad last year. And I was like, hmm, they're 16th. Why are they 16th? They're 16th because. Um, nobody knew how to deal with last year. So they assumed that all the good teams from 2019 would be good in 2021, which is a fair assumption unless you lost your greatest quarterback in program history. Yes, yes, better than Davey O'Brien. He had a better year. And you lost the offensive coordinator who got him there. Um, LSU is bad. They're just, they're just not good right now. They had lost their top two wide receivers off that team and their top running back off that team too. So yeah. I have a I have a question. If Ed Ogeron is fired He's and not. Michigan State was like, mm, maybe we could hire him instead of Mel Tucker, would you take him? No, and no. I'll tell you why. Because Mel Mel Tucker Mel Tucker is recruits like Ed Ogeron, um, but I can understand him when he speaks. <laughs> and you can't overrate that. You like you can't overrate the ability for the fans to understand the head coach. Um, coach O can come be a D line coach. We'll we'll take we'll put him there. Oh yeah, ha- very happy with that. Um, <laughs> although although yeah yeah, I'll I'll take him as a D line coach and bagman. I'm actually not sure that Coach O can legally live where it snows. No, I don't think he can. I like I, I don't I don't the know. accent just like does not fit. <laughs> I don't think he'll know what to do with it. Yeah, and like like like, do you think what that you- he like uh, if he. If he if he goes to like a, a a a restaurant like a Coney Island in Michigan, he's like crawfish, and they say we don't we don't have crawfish. Like, do you think that he just spontaneously combusts? Yeah, no, he would eat 
to Coney Island's, like, to, like, actual, like, with the chili and the hot dog, and then he'd combust. Did you say two? <laughs> two. Seems like it, that seems like an underestimate. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a very reasonable amount of Coney I'll take, I'll take the all you can. I'll take the all you can eat Coney dogs. And so like, we don't, we don't all you can eat. Give me all the bacon and eggs that you have. <laughs> Just keep bringing me Coney dogs and I pass out. Okay, then. And Angus and Kevin, um, if you want to find them on the internet, uh, can you do that? Well, Angus and Kevin don't believe in the internet. But you can find Ben on Twitter at BL Herald. Or for more in-depth analysis, go to his website, uh, at halfspaces.com where he does his scoring breakdowns for the USMNT matches. Um, so special thank you to them. Uh, we can be found on Twitter as well. Uh, Stumpy, where can I find you? You can find me at Mr. Mojo rising 89 and you can find Asa at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Uh, that's more of a shared account, but you'll know it's any of the rest of us when we sign our names. Uh, usually. Sometimes it's someone else and they forget to sign their name, but uh, basically it's usually Asa, but uh, sometimes someone else. Um, special thank you to our, our sponsors, the Anchor app and the Smith Workforce Management Group. Um, and a special thank you to you, the listener. Um, we, we could not, and would not do it without you. So if you can give us five stars, like subscribe, share, uh, wherever podcasts are sold, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And, uh, a special thank you to my co-host Stumpy for, uh, you know, really sticking it out this week. It was a, it was a tough week for, for us men's national team fans, but you, uh, you're a champ. I even got all of my cues. Correct. (laughs) See you later, everybody. Adios. Podcast Network.